When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mash Debaters. My name is DeAndre Robinson, and these are my friends. Wait, before I start, happy Veterans Day. Sorry, happy happy Veterans Day to all, all the veterans out there. I know Dwayne's here, so thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody for their service. My name is DeAndre Robinson, aka Shashi Bellies Robinson's dad in three months. And these are my friends. Say hello, friends. What's up, guys? It's your boy Evan Amataki. And first things first, read the name. Kyle Rittenhouse is guilty. I don't give a shit. What the fuck you think? He is a terrible actor. He literally wouldn't even win a Razzie for that terrible ass performance. Secondly, um, CJ's not here, obviously. So as I do every time CJ's not here, I make up that disgusting, gross ass nickname. So uh, it's your boy Evan Amataki, aka the Tonsil Tickler. With that being said, <laughs> this is a sub episode. Welcome to Fun with Flags with with Kamish Hey everybody, I'm here again, evidently, because uh, they couldn't find anybody better looking. Um, surprising Ooh. Dwayne Meyer, uh, the angry, angry right-hander from the bullpen because evidently I'm just gonna take everybody out of the game. Welcome to Master Bitters Home of Community Debates. <laughs> we debate some of the most likely topics, like the one topic we have today. Again, CJ's not here, he had to do some, some personal issues, but we have the Dwayne who always willing to come on and help us out. So, thank you so much. All right, uh, again, I want to say this one more time. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, thank you to Dwayne and CJ and everyone else who, who uh, actually served on our, our forces to keep us, quote unquote, safe. Thank you so much. All right. That being said, uh, topic number one. Uh, this has been a whole year of bangers in, on Netflix. Netflix. Bangers. Oh Nothing, but the Nothing but the hits. Nothing but the motherfucking, the motherfucking hits. hits. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Netflix <laughs> came up with some bankers. So, we are doing the best series that came out in 2021 from Netflix. That is right. not named Squid Games. because That we is all not Squid, Squid Game. Yes, because, yeah. I still haven't watched Squid Game yet. Justice for Kong Sebyok, okay? <laughs> Justice for Kong Sebyok. Fuck! Swear words. They're the most popular and alluring taboos we have. Uh, a History of Swear Words is a fucking fantastic show. Um, I'm going to cuss a lot during this because that's what the fuck this shit was all the fuck about, okay? So, um... This show is literally exactly what it is. It's the history of different swear words. They break down everything from the etymology of it to pop culture's influence. It's hosted by the greatest single face actor of all time, which is Nicolas Cage. Um, 
and it's it's just so good. Um, I I don't I can't watch an episode without breaking out and laughing. There is one moot point that I had with this show, and um, they have six episodes. They cover um, what is it? Fuck shit, bitch, pussy, damn, uh, and dick. The only thing that really made me sad is they didn't cover cunt. I'm sorry, it's a dirty word, but it's also a word that I would have loved to find the etymology about. So. Um, it, it's a fantastic show. If you haven't seen it and you have a colorful vocabulary like like this motherfucker does, I, I would highly recommend watching the show. Uh, listen, I was told Evan, Cam, and, and I think CJ before Dwayne came on that I was going to get this my I can't fuck with it. I was so ready to give this I can't fuck with it, but I can't give it to you now. <laughs> You're a bitch. I don't have I don't have one at all. However, when Dwayne came and, and did his show, I'm sorry. Listen, that show right there was is such a good show too. But however, this show, the history of swear words, is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's so good. I love documentaries, and if you can do a documentary on something I like, because I love fucking cursing. <laughs> all right, real shit. I love it so bad. I love cursing so bad that. I start cursing you know, at elementary school. We had a like, you know, sneaking curse in elementary school, but we still, we still, still did it. All right, bad parenting. I don't give a fuck. I, I still did it. So, <laughs> I was so ready to give this. I can't fuck with it because it was well done as well. Like, it, it wasn't just put together. It was well done. Nicholas Cage is a great host, and actually, Nick, I, I, I watched this after I watched uh, um, uh, Wally's Wonderland. Uh, uh, God damn! White Little Land too. So I was on, I was on a high Nick Cage, uh, film right now. But, but this is listen, the real shit. I don't know which gonna get uh, number two for me because I'm not gonna lie, my pick will make number one. However, number two for me, either this movie, either this or Dwayne's. Spoiler alert. Uh, so, so I don't know which one. However, this show is amazing. This show is amazing. So I'm gonna be honest, I did not go in with like super high hopes. Only because it's Nicolas Cage, I get it. No, I love Nicolas Cage. I don't Cam, that's the greatest club in the history of it. Because in all actuality, I never ever was just like, damn, I wonder why the fuck we be cursing like this. Like, mm-hmm. and outside of what I already knew, and it, like, though it was a docu-series, it wasn't as educational. Like, I could have figured all this shit out in about 10 minutes on Google. I didn't need eight episodes. <laughs> like, I did, I, now, with that being said, they sprinkled in some cute stuff. They always mix in a little bit of comedy. That's nice. But that's not something where I'm like, yo, you got to go on Netflix and watch XYZ to my friend. Like, I'm not going to go tell them to watch this. That's absolutely not something I'm going to go do. So that's how I know, like, I'm kind of just like, eh, you know? But with that being said, it was kind of like, it was cute. It was like, like, it was cute, anecdotal. Like, it was nice. Like, they did, like, this cute little thing where you got to, like, find talk about the word fuck for 30 minutes. That's cute. But in actuality, do you give a fuck? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 absolutely, I do. 
it was cool to watch. It's cool for what it is. But I definitely could have like did without it. It didn't do anything special for me. At the same time, there was stuff I already knew which kind of took the fun out of it. And then there was stuff I didn't care about which took the fun out of it. So like for me, it, that might just be a cam thing, but I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this again. It just was like a one-off for me. I, I love this show. I think it was hilarious. Uh, Nicolas Cage, you know, if if not Nicolas Cage, then I think only probably Christopher Walken maybe could have done it better. Um, just because, I mean, he's another big swearing guy. Or, or like Sam Jackson, like they even devoted a good section of that, of that fuck episode to Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I, I thought it was weird that Jonah Hill is the guy who uses the word the most in cinema. Uh, yeah, basically, just because of the Wolf of Wall Street, he dropped like mm -hmm. 107 f bombs and mm -hmm. like 90 minutes of being on film. Um, so that's good. That kind of stuff was cool to watch because they came out so strong in that first episode, and you're like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see the rest of these because this one is just mint." And then you go into the second episode being shit, and like that one, okay, yeah, that's pretty funny. And then after that, I couldn't tell you what the order of cuss words were because it, it just kind of, meh, yeah. you know, I was like, whatever. If they would have started with a different one and saved fuck for last, I probably would have paid more attention through the series until I got to that, that F word finale. Um, the, the, I, I, I know it's a dirty word, but I would have loved to have seen an episode on cunt. I'm sorry. I really would have. I think that's the one thing that they oh, yeah. missed was they they, they had I mean, the like words. they did do pussy, so yeah, but pussy and cut are two totally different things. To me. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I like I love, I love the fuck Taking episode, but but that shit episode when they have the guy that sees shit for a long time, she right, she that shit was amazing. Oh my goodness, Four, forty-eight some odd minutes later, like, I mean that was funny. This is a message for Nick's kidnapper. He is a husband, a father, a brother. He's kind, loving, and gentle. I love you, son. You made a terrible mistake. Let him come home. So, I'm going to keep this very, very simple. I made this choice for one specific reason. I am a person who, unfortunately, am very good at foreshadowing and very good at being able to tell how a movie is going to end or a show is going to end before we get there. <laughs> like very early on, I'm able to just, I can just see it coming. I could not figure out what the fuck was going on in this show the entire time. Like as soon as you thought you figured something out, you were wrong. And they would drop something else that completely changed the dynamic of the show and what was going on and how you looked at it. And so clickbait is something that I feel like it kind of took social media over. Like, you know, when it came out, it kind of was a storm on social media. And it was for that very reason. Everyone had their hypothesis on who did it and what was going on, whether he was alive, whether he was dead, whether like everything. There were so many different thought processes. And what's super interesting 
none of them are right. Like by the time you get to the end, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and it also makes you want to just like look side-eyed, you know, certain people in your life a little bit differently uh, when you find out who it actually is and like how it actually happened. Um, but essentially clickbait is a situation where a man is kidnapped. Uh, they do this viral video where they're like, hey, if it gets a certain, a certain amount of views, we're going to off him. Um, and so it obviously it starts off with like the family panicking and trying to like get people to stop watching it and take the video down, blah, blah, blah. Police are trying to find him. Um, then it goes straight up into, okay, you know, well, the time has gone by, he's probably dead. They're trying to figure out, like retrace his steps and figure out what happens from the time, like he was last seen, obviously normal stuff. Um, but there are a lot of twists and turns and like it, it, there's just so much going on that like, I don't think I know anyone who got this correctly as far as like, oh no, yeah, it's definitely these people. This is what happened. Here's how it happened, blah, blah. And you're able to figure it out. I don't think not a soul was able to see how the show was going to end. And I feel like that is actually very hard to do. And so it's my choice, man. That that bothers me. Okay, it lives rent free in my head, right here. I'm not mad at this show. I'm just not super duper into it. I found a lot of the episodes of it to kind of drag on a little bit. Maybe they included a little more uh, than they really needed to. Some of the character development in different episodes went on a little bit longer than I think it needed to. Um, the big one for me that kind of pushes me out of interest in a show is uh, uh, the application of tactics in any situation, because obviously that was my job for a really long time. So when the, the police surround the, the van, when they first find it, you know, and they, you think you're on to something, this the way that they their body language and how they go about that is just absolutely wrong. Um, you know, someone like, Ugh. God, here's another show that screws it up. Like they, they could have brought in somebody with some experience to just run these actors through kind of what that's really going to look like in real life. And it's not going to take long to show them how to do it. Um, those, those things just kind of the way that police work is done, you know, it's not eh, like, why was the FBI not involved in this? Um, you know, they didn't bring in any kind of federal agency when you have something that is, is, you know, sourced from outside the country, then it's, you find out it's just the internet, you know, routing using VPNs and things. Um, those are those stupid little details that, that jump out to me that I'm like, nah, it's a cool story. It develops well. It does keep you on the edge of your seat. You don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, the ending is an absolute surprise. I won't spoil it for anybody, but uh, it will shock you. Um, but other than that, it's really just the tactic thing that sticks out to me. Dwayne was being fucking nice. He said he ain't spoiling it. Spoiler alert, I'm about to talk the shit out this motherfucker. All right. Listen, listen, this is a real conversation from my personal Twitter that I had. <clears throat> so I'm watching the shows for the podcast in two weeks, and one of them feels really predictable, like what Cam said. I said, I'm five episodes in. I got a gut feel, and I'll get back to you. One tweet later. Oh, wait. Episode six uh, changed my fucking mind. What the fuck? One tweet later, oh, wait, episode six also reaffirmed my suspicions. I'll get back to you. And then my final tweet about the show. Okay, episode eight fucked me up. I was so wrong. Listen, listen. Um, 
one thing about Dwayne's uh, thing on procedures, uh, yes, they did it wrong. How how the fuck was that detective allowed to be on this case when he was fucking the sister in the first place? That's a huge conflict of interest. And it was he fucking his own. It's whatever they he had he a personal like at all. whatever right. he had a personal connection with her outside of the outside of the the this situation. Nine times out of ten, they will not let you be. A, what is the connection? He, they they percent of the time. Oh, he gone. He literally said that they that he had an an interaction with the sister before they were on the yeah, case through text. Because they they so were on like, Tinder again, or whatever. He matched they on the and they yeah. never hey. met. That's a conflict of interest. They'd kick him off the case no matter what. Um, with that being oh. said, you could save it for yours, Dre. Um, listen, let's all think first and foremost, this guy wasn't necessarily a saint, but he also wasn't what he was pointed out to be. This is literally Catfish, the TV show with a lot more drama. Um, they don't want me to spoil it, whatever. I'm not gonna say who um who the actual person was that spoiled him, but oh my god, right? That motherfucker. Oh, it took me by surprise so much. Um, my biggest thing with the show is that I hated everyone bashing on Pia. Like, Pia took so much of the brunt of the shit from everyone involved, and Pia's main goal was just to find her fucking brother. Um, I like how it that jumped... Pia about was that goddamn Bob. That Bob was ugly as fuck. Like, that was the only thing... <laughs> That Listen, stupid um, and it got worse as the show went on. Like she never ironed, like she never flat ironed it ever again. Like after she was dressed. I mean, <laughs> I her, know her, that she's about your but do your hair. Like. <laughs> so, so listen. He, um, Alexis came out and uh, she was watching that show with me. Uh, she started watching episode seven, and so I tried to fill her in, and she's just like, "This is confusing as fuck. What is going on?" Um, this show will will take you. Piano got on my nerves, but then she said, "Pia." Um, uh, this show, oh Cam, um, it took me on some trips. Um, yeah, um, fuck this show. The show's good, but fuck this show. And I don't know how they're gonna make a second season of this bitch. No, I didn't. I don't. Are I don't they? I don't even work. know if they are. But I, 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 just know I don't know if they can really. Yeah. Unless it's about I would a like, whole different I, family or like yeah. you know another like a whole yeah. What about and like, I want to know like, why a, that. Why Priya looked like a white door the explorer the whole time though. Ooh, she <laughs> never flat ironed that bob. Daughter. Listen, Dwayne, you don't know, but you got a flat iron bob. All right. Uh, Can you say backpack? And beginning of the show, the sister was a bitch. Sister was a whole bitch, and she couldn't dance for shit. I don't care about her hair. I do can't. She couldn't dance to save her damn life. That one scene, she oh that shit was that shit was horrible. <laughs> All right. Oh, she was on all them drugs. Yeah, okay. And she was dumb too. <laughs> you, she was no, dumb. You, is you she, dumb, stupid, yeah, or so, dumb? So, yeah, so we're going plus a spoiler. I mean, I, I should have a big ass spoiler sign, but spoiler, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to some shit. That first episode, you you found out that your brother has a video out there with him uh, uh handcuffed or tied to a chair that says all these views. Or 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 I'm gonna die, and then I'm gonna die, right? You watch this shit over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> you're like, bitch, you dead. Like, you watch this shit. You watch this shit over and over and over and over again. Like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I was pissed off because of that, right? 
gonna lie. So they're right. If you think you know who did it, you don't know who did it. Because I'm not gonna lie. At first, I thought the boy Matt would did it the whole thing the whole time. We all thought Matt yeah. did it. Matt, Matt was, was the, Matt was the per, was public enemy number one when we yeah. found out that shit. Uh, so so yeah, I, I thought Matt Matt do it. Uh, a little bit a little bit about me. When I was in high school, I wanted to be a journalist, a sports journalist. All right. And I thought that whatever you need to do to get a story, you get the story. That journalist did whatever he fucking needed. Listen, I, I, I know people hate that journalist, but whatever he needed to do, he did Yo, for Matt, that fucking Matt story. Respect to the journalist, he was doing the fucking the most though. Like that's the but, game. But did he get the story though? And his dude was a, his boy wasn't a writer die. He was like, mm. Mm, I don't want to do that. Right. Uh, episode seven. Right. I had so much respect for the little brother. Guy's name, but the little brother has so much respect for the little brother. Because the big brother, I'm not gonna lie, the, oh, the, the, he pulled the, up. The, the, the big brother walked away because the, the bully talking shit. Big brother walked away. Oh, that one. Little brother said, "Nah, my <laughs> just, just teed off the <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Listen, listen, I'm not saying justified, but however, I I felt good. That felt good to me. <laughs> that, that felt good to me. All right, all right. <laughs> however, though, little brother's fucking stupid as well. All right, my brother's fucking stupid. Well, you don't listen. listen no offense, a little offense to a different race and like that, but I just tell you, African, because you don't go anywhere by yourself when you think you think, listen. Real shit in my hood, you don't go anywhere by yourself if you know that's gonna be dangerous. Quick story, and I, and I told my little brother, I'm gonna tell the story as well. Right, we have foster care. I it's my second, I just got out of uh, Central Penn for the first time, and he lives in Jersey. Right, my brother is dating this uh, his best friend's sister. They walk her from home. Uh, th- th- that's violation of the code. Yeah, I'm not even a dude, and I know that's a violation mm-hmm. of the code. No, no, no. But, but, but the best friend was cool. The best friend was cool. The best oh, friend, the my blessing. brother. Okay. Yeah, the best friend, my brother, and the girlfriend walking home from school one day. Uh, three guys was in the back of them, and uh, and the one of the guys was the girl's uh, ex, and it was fucking with him. So they went. They they said my brother, yo, uh, we won the fight. So something like that. They want to rumble. My brother said, okay, we don't back down for shit. We, we fight rumbling, especially in those, those times. But there was some woods right there, and my brother went in the woods with three three people, and his best friend did not go with him. Right? God is truth. God truth. They stabbed my brother sixteen times. They stabbed my brother sixteen times. Plot twist. His, what the fuck? That's a dark-ass story. His, Why you say this shit so calmly? Hold on. Like, hold, hold on. Hold on. They're probably 16 times. So, his foster sisters called me. So tell me what happened. So I go to the hospital. I'm sorry. Over. So, I go to the hospital. My brother, tell me what happened. I tell uh, his foster sister, do you know where his best friend lives? He, they said, yeah. His foster sisters take me to his best friend's house. I knock on the door. The best friends come out. I punch him dead in his fucking face. Rock this shit, cause you don't leave. Listen, <laughs> if you no, no, no real, real shit, you don't leave people by, by, by themselves. If you put be his best friend, you have to make sure he comes with you, or you go with them. You don't leave him by his fucking self. That, that's hood one on one. That's not hood one on one. That's human. That's bro code number one. We, girls don't even go to the bathroom by themselves, alone, let alone to go fight a group of people in the woods, in the woods. by yourself. Like, that's trifling. So, so listen, I, listen, I, there was, there was, I just punched him one time and I walked away. 
Uh, and then the guy, the guy only got two years. Like I don't know what's what's of the East Coast when people going to get two years, but the guy only got two. The kid only got two years. Uh, so, so when you say that, yo, you don't go anywhere by yourself. And this kid in this movie went by himself to a place where he think that his dad is, or dad got killed or murked. You don't go by yourself. You take your brother with you. Take your friends. Take somebody with you. Don't go by yourself. And then he get kidnapped by the. I'm not gonna say the ending, but listen, it's good. It's a good twist to the ending. Mm, oh my god, I, that twist, bro. So I'm not gonna lie. They did have a, like a going girl feel to me in the, in the beginning. Yeah, I thought that Pia did. I thought that Pia yeah. did it. I thought that Pia yeah. did it to her brother. Yeah. So you thought so, Pia did it. I did. I thought Pia, it was Pia or the wife. I thought it was either one of them. So, uh, but here's the thing. I like documentaries better than I like actually sit them some soccer. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I'm a big ass nerd. Fuck it, I'm not gonna lie. If this was just all like all shows in the documentary, just definitely get number two. However, <laughs> however, this is not real. Because because I like documentary so much, I can't put this. I can't put this better than all, all three of ours. However, I'm not saying this is a fucking fantastic show, though. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm probably gonna watch it again just to make sure that I didn't see miss anything because I always do that shit. However, you're welcome. I liked I like the other three better. I'm not gonna lie, that's just me. Okay. I just wanted to make y'all watch this shit because I know if I didn't figure out who the fuck did it. No. I know y'all want to go figure out who the fuck caused this shit. And if anybody said they figure out who did it before they're they, they know who did it, you a fucking liar. liar. You're a damn you. liar. <laughs> you a fucking liar. Motherfucking right. liar. Oh, excuse All me. Right. You just talked about cuss words. Motherfucking liar. Like <laughs> Life puts us on a path. Sometimes narrow. Sometimes winding. But always ours. So before I go to that, I'm gonna mention what I was mentioning. Uh, uh, I actually had Jupiter's Legacy before I, I, this, I, I saw this came out. And Jupiter's Legacy is, again, nerd time. Jupiter's Legacy is a, a superhero show, a little bit for a PG 13 and up superhero show, but still a good superhero show. I don't know why Netflix uh, canceled that fucking show, because that show's amazing to me, but they did anyway. All right, so that's my I'm mention, Jupiter's Legacy. My show is Colin Black and White. Now, I got the truth. Only watched two episodes and then I switched it. I switched my pick. <laughs> I watched two episodes, Colin Black and White. I was like, fuck it. This is my show. All right. I said this on the show before. I have four idols. Four idols. Colin Kaepernick, Dave Chappelle, Free Dave Chappelle, uh, um, Kitchen Lamar, and Will Smith. They're my four idols, the people I look up to. And two of them be basically the same age. All right. So when Kyle Blackwell came out, uh, and my friend Mary F. Foster told me that it was coming out, uh, I couldn't even see the see the show. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna be about his story, but this had this is like basically a documentary and an autobiography all mixed in one. Uh, first things first, I'm not gonna lie, I know he didn't set out to do this, but I hated his mom. I'm not gonna lie, I hated his fucking mom with a passion. Oh my goodness, his mom. From episode one, two, and in, 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 in the prom, the prom uh, or the dance song uh, uh, episode, hit his mom with a passion. Hit his dad with a passion. I know that they, they took care of him. Thank you for taking care of him. But yo, how how the show had it, I hate them both. Um, I hate it. Listen, a lot of things growing up when he grew up, 
was hard for him. I understand that he had to do, he had to play the game how he wanted to play. It took him a long time to be Colin Kaepernick because he couldn't be Colin Kaepernick, do we know now, in those times. All right. I recommend that everybody watch it. I know a lot of people are going to hate it. I've seen the reviews. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. I've seen the reviews. Um, but I think that everybody should watch this fucking show. It, it, it might be number one in your hearts, but this, this to me is the best show on Netflix of 2021 outside of Squid Game because. Even with Kyle Kaepernick, this quick game is fucking amazing. Okay. Well, let's see here. So I had a little bit of anxiety about this show. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that people know about me. I'm, I'm a current serving member of the United States military. So I have to come out and say, first and foremost, that my opinion on a TV show is not the opinion of the United States military. Just to get that right out the way. Right? This is my own personal opinion. I watch the show for myself, draw my own conclusion. Um, I break this show into to two parts, and I consider it to be one third and two thirds. Uh, one third being the modern day, the uh, autobiographical, or no, I'm sorry, not the autobiographical part. That's the two thirds. The the one third is the the present day cutscenes uh, of of Colin kind of narrating his own life, and there are some really great parts of it. Uh, there are some things that really kind of resonate that that make a lot of sense. Um, but I'll be honest, I watched my show first out of this list of four. Uh, and then I watched the first episode of Colin in black and white. And I'm like, I may just decline comment on this show. And I moved on and watched the history of swear words. Um, you know, and I, and I came back to, to Colin in black and white and watched the second episode. The first episode irritated me <clears throat> with the, the, you know, direct comparison between the slave trade and uh, professional felt. sports and and you you have a combine or you have tryouts you have you know all these things that you do to, to become a professional athlete and and the part that that fell flat for me was this this you know really it was well shot you know it was, it was this very well done symbolism of you know a a slave basically being stood up on the auction block uh, poked and prodded for what their abilities uh, can and will be and could be and their, what their potential is, and then a deal being made and the symbolic handshake of somebody selling another human being to another human being. Um, that's not how sports works. Uh, it's, it's just not. And, you know, my, my example is show me anybody in the history of the slave trade that was ever sold to another man and then you know, benefited greatly, uh, you know, in prosperity, popularity, and, and money. Um, I don't know too many slaves in history that got a shoe deal or a jersey deal or were on commercials or made millions of dollars. So the comparison, I see what you're trying to do. I just don't necessarily agree with it. Um, you know, something you guys might not know about me is I was a Division One athlete, and I also played minor league baseball. Um, you know, they start later on in the show in the autobiographical portion, which I love, by the way, that was great. Uh, they start talking about Colin when he was in high school and he starts getting scouted by all these baseball teams. And they say something that absolutely cracked me up. Uh, you could be the next Dontrell Willis. Well, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I went to Encinel high school when I played baseball for two years with Dontrell Willis. I was his catcher. Um, I actually brought baseball with me tonight that uh, I hit out of the park at 
the stadium in uh, Kaiser, Oregon, when I played a season for the Kaiser Volcanoes. I hit this ball so fucking far, it went over the net and out into I-5. Uh, you know, and nobody Shit, had done that but me murder. to that point. Attempted murder. Yeah, I almost killed somebody driving down the road. Like, I, I mean, I was actually concerned when I was I hit that ball, and I thought I was going to hit, like, a minivan full of a, a family and fucking cause a car accident, kill somebody. Uh, you know, so I actually know a lot about how Division One scouting works, and I know a lot about how baseball – goes and I was I'm close friends still with Dontrell, you know, even though he's retired and he's done with baseball, but I, I know him quite well. So the that part going through school and watching my best friend, you know, I'm basically the you know, the not quite as talented white friend in, you know, this show. It was kind of my life. Like, you know, this bowl in my car and gonna smoke itself. That was me. Uh, you know, I ended up getting a couple offers. I, I chose uh, UC Berkeley. I played three games for them, broke my wrist, lost my scholarship, and then I joined the Army. Um, but then, you know, I, I later on tried out, was a walk-on for a, for a baseball team. So I, I know how this stuff works. The One of the, one of the facts that I, I went ahead and Googled up and fact-checked, uh, and it just sort of rubbed me the wrong way, was all the symbolism um, – about January 6th and Donald Trump in the in the second episode. I am in no way defending uh, uh, Donald Trump or his actions or any of that stuff. He's, he's a former president. I didn't really care a lot for, for some of the decisions that he made. I think he did some things well, and he did some things really poorly. Uh, he talked a lot of shit about Colin Kaepernick during his campaign, and, and that was where the, you know, he's fired thing came from. Something that people might not realize is the last game in the NFL that Colin Kaepernick played was January 1st of 2017. That was Colin Kaepernick's last NFL game. Donald Trump didn't actually uh, take the oath of office until January 20th of 2017. So they put Trump in this part of the one of the cutscenes, you know, in the, the modern day portion. And I don't really know why. I don't know what it has to do with. Colin Kaepernick's career it doesn't it just it didn't they didn't they didn't tie that part together for me very well because he was actually never president while Colin Kaepernick played football um you know if, if you get down to the kneeling the thing the the you know the first amendment offers affords him the right to peaceful protest I think the protest that he did was absolutely peaceful it didn't hurt anybody and it brought uh you know some awareness to a cause that he used his platform to bring awareness to I never had any problem with that at all. Um, that's part of the reason why I'm still in the army is because he has that right and can exercise it however he wants to. Uh, this He's not the first athlete to use his platform uh, to, to get a message across. There were a few uh, Muslim NBA players in the 90s that refused to stand for the national anthem before NBA games. And that was a big deal uh, in the 90s for, for a little while. And then it kind of just went away. So... I'm not upset and I don't dislike Colin Kaepernick. He's just a polarizing figure. And and a lot of people draw a lot of conclusions to what they think I think because of what I do for a living, um, which aren't necessarily true. Uh, but the two thirds, the autobiographical part, the, the watching him grow up all the way from the time he started, you know, playing sports until he got a, a football scholarship ultimately at the, in the end, I think it was very well done. I think it told a lot of, uh, stories about the microaggressions that uh, that people can can experience uh, based on what they look like, 
and you know i think there's a lot of things that that should be brought to more mainstream attention and and don't you know the, the comment you're one of the good ones you know i'm sorry what like that just mm, you, you need to you need to be better you know that's not a not a thing that's okay to say so i, I like the show i just there's some things that didn't fit for me that you know it, it seemed a little bit race baity at times okay so evan you next however i need to say this one Dwayne, again i respect everything you do for the army i'm there's a one to say that right now you cj my, my little actually my little brother talking about he was in national guard again i expect whoever goes into the fight for our country thank you i want i want to say that with all my heart okay however I'm not gonna lie, I totally agree with Kyle Kaepernick with the slate thing. Here's and here's what I'm not gonna say I'm not going into it because again, this is supposed to be a comedy comedy community thing, and I want to debate debate this. However, though, if you have a chance, read a book called uh, 40 million dollar slave. Okay. All right, if you get a chance, read read a book called 40 million dollar slave. That's all I'm gonna say, and then 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 we can have our, our own conversation about it. Yeah, no, I, I would. I would love yeah, to because yeah, there's yeah. a perspective that um, obviously I can't have. Also, sure. the Donald Trump thing. Donald Trump thing. I don't think that they was talking about when Colin knew, because after Colin was gone, uh, the, a lot of the nearly thirty percent, forty percent of the of the players kneeled as well. And what and what and what Trump said was, "Wouldn't you wish you can get those son of bitches out of here?" He, I think he was talking Colin. Yes, he was, but he talked to. All people that was that was kneeling as well, so he wasn't just talking. I don't think he put it right. Up, but well, just and he made those comments. Yeah, yeah, he made so, those comments actually during his campaign. Yeah. So but I'm just saying though, like people was people was kneeling. It wasn't just Colin kneeling. Well, Colin started it, but it wasn't just Colin kneeling. I was, I was, I was make sure. Yeah. Let me take away from the the other perspectives about this. Uh, the show was not bad. Um, it was well shot. Um, I also I also wasn't a bigger fan of the. Um, the the nowadays shots, uh, or sorry, not the nowadays, the flashback shots. Um, when I was going into this, I thought this was literally a documentary, uh, like Colin sitting down with an interviewer, because I didn't look too much into it before I saw the show. I thought it was Colin sitting down with an interviewer talking, you know, like an expose type thing. Um, this show, um, you know, I have my own opinions on, on a lot of different things, and, you know, it's the aspect of, of this whole conversation of, of this being a show, I didn't think it was a bad show. Um, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he, he, he showed his journey and, you know, whether you like him or not, whether he's a polarizing figure and Dre, you said a lot of people in the comments don't like the show. And we all know why that is. Um, there are a lot of people in the world who, who think what Colin did was wrong. And I mean, we have a military serviceman in our, literally in our video right now who said what he did was absolutely within his rights it was a peaceful protest raising awareness so that's neither here nor there however th the show was good um i just i i anticipated a, a totally different show from what i got and it kind of took me by just surprise because i wasn't expecting like a full-on like i have a cast this that so it was just it it, it was it was good to, to Colin Kaepernick's defense, uh, my own mother couldn't cook to save her fucking life uh, when I was a kid. So I was, I, I did not grow up, you know, uh, uh, of any kind of mixed race. I mean, I'm about as a white potato eating German dude as you can get. And I was putting salt on food when I was 13. So, I mean, I, 
you know, that not every white woman can cook when you're a kid. So, yo, real shit. Listen, this was supposed to be funny, but I laughed my ass off when he went to the black girl house to do his hair and she, and he, she just, he fed her. Oh, he Wait, got no, a plate. He, he, he got a plate. He said, <laughs> said, don't be surprised if you if, if, if put salt on it. He said, no, this, this don't need no salt. <laughs> said, no, this don't need no salt. She was big mad, too. She was mad as shit. She was mad as all right, all no, right, I man, like man. I said, I I oh, loved shit. it. I mean, those those part, man, I, uh, I thought that was well done. It was funny. It, I mean, I laughed. It was good. This show is a lot, and then not that much at the same time. So when Dre chose this, I was kind of just like, oh great, we get to go through Colin Kaepernick's life, which I didn't need. Um, <laughs> what I are no, because like my thing is. I'm the kind of person, if I ever want information, I already want to go get it. Like, I don't, like, it's either I already know what I need to know or it's information I didn't need to know. Um, and so this show was, it was kind of a weird mix between kind of like what's wrong with the sports industry and also the early part of Ka Colin Kaepernick's life up until like he graduates high school. Um, and like what he goes through throughout that time dealing with, um, colorism and racism and, uh, trying to, you know, find himself and his black culture while also being raised by white parents and all of this other stuff. Um, and so my issue immediately which when i finished watching the show and really while i was watching the show is i understand what they were trying to do and what they were hoping to get across but i also knew it wasn't going to be successful <laughs> like i all like i knew that it's either the people that understood would watch it and be like okay great other people will watch this and hopefully it will like bridge the gap but i also was very aware that the way that it was done it wasn't going to make it over the gap to the other side and that it was not going to be understood in the way that they wanted it to be understood. Um, with that being said, backtracking to what Dwayne said in regards to um, the association to, you know, sports how it is now, especially out of all the sports, especially football. Um, in comparison to how, you know, people were, uh, reviewed for sale, uh, during slavery, um, and as well as Dwayne's comments in regards to like the whole, um, Trump commentary, um, versus like when Cap was actually playing football, I think the issue was, Cap left the 49ers and then was unable to get re-signed because of things like what that were going on is similar to or including Trump's comments. Because I think that clip they played was from like 2018 or something like that. So he left the 49ers, you know, and where he was in his career, he really shouldn't have had any issues being able to get onto another team. Um, and obviously he hasn't played football since. Um, and so I think that was kind of the co correlation that they were trying to make in that aspect. Personally, I haven't fucked with Trump since a long time ago, but I'm also from New York. 
And there's also a Netflix show specifically about a group of young black men that Trump had no room commenting on. That's for another episode, though. So we're we're not even going to get on that. But he really has this thing about talking about shit that has nothing to fucking do with him. I don't like him for that reason specifically. And that was before he ever became a presidential candidate, let alone where he is now moving on. So like, with that being said, um, I did find some of like the later parts entertaining, like what Dwayne said, as far as like when you actually got into him in high school, him choosing between baseball and football, his like, all of that was cute, funny, well done. Um, but that first third was very um, polarizing. And so I don't think it had the effect that they were hoping for when they put the show together. Um, and I could kind of see that straight up from the rip. Like as soon as I was watching, I was like, okay, this is, I see, I see where this is going. Um, and so with that being said, it's definitely going to be a hated or love it situation um, for this show. Um, and unfortunately I don't think it's going to reach the audience they were hoping, which in, in that situation, I then feel like the show is not successful if you can't get the message across to the audience that you were hoping to reach. You, you know what I mean? Like to tell certain people what they already know doesn't really help you. Um, and so that's my only situation with this show is I feel like it's never gonna like reach the audience that they were hoping to reach in the way that they were hoping to reach it. Um, but yeah, there were funny jokes and it was also a very, very good lesson about getting your hair done on a regular basis. So you don't look like a dusty person. So yeah. Cam talk about Trump and what he did to five boys in such in New York. When they see us, it's Netflix special as well, show as well. Three episodes. Three powerful episodes, especially that last episode. Deep, that shit made me cry. I'm not gonna lie. When they see us, Central Park Five, definitely watch it if you can. All right. We call our food soul food. Cheers. This type of food you can feel when you eat it. Ah, aroma. All right. So my choice uh, of the best Netflix show that started out this year was High on the Hog. Uh, when I first watched the the preview. I was like, oh, man, this is it, because I had not watched the show yet. Um, and I'm like, yep, this is my choice, because I like food. Clearly, this belly is bought and paid for. Uh, but my my love for history and, and kind of being a, a hobby historian, you know, this one really drew me in just from the, the initial preview of it. And this thing takes you on a journey uh, from the the – you know, people who were sold into slavery out of West Africa, uh, their travel across, you know, the transatlantic slave trade uh, into North Carolina and Charleston, and then, you know, finishes all the way in Texas, uh, halfway across the country in, you know, the kind of a sneak peek into another show that hasn't premiered yet uh, that is all about how uh, African-Americans were the original cowboys. And it, it really runs you down a whole bunch of really cool food. It, it runs you down um, things that I didn't know, things that I was not taught in school. 
and I was almost angry at my my high school education for not telling me about uh, Carolina Gold Rice uh, that Africans were were brought here uh, and and you know sold into slavery in the United States to grow rice initially, and that was something that we didn't learn in school. I learned that watching this show. Uh, I didn't know that okra came from West Africa. Um, I also didn't know that most of the uh, of the Africans that came to the United States were uh, French speaking. Had no idea. There's all kinds of things that were not written in history books that were not uh, taught to me in school that I was able to get out of this show. And it's a great opportunity, I think, for an entire culture uh, to be able to kind of retell their story, you know, how it actually happened. The the problem being, you know, history is always written by the victor, right? Like you don't hear uh, anybody but the Romans telling stories about, you know, Roman conquest because they absolutely annihilated those cultures. And that's kind of the same thing that happened with slaves that came to the United States, you know, from Africa is that their culture was basically stolen. Uh, it was deleted and, and it's taken historians and scholars and you know people that really want to dig into their own past and find out where they came from um they've they've got this opportunity and this netflix show gave it a voice and gave it a place to, to be told and i found it absolutely fascinating uh it was it was amazing but then you also have all these transgressions and terrible things that, that happened that they and they did happen uh, but still, there's a portion of the show that shows that it's still not really over yet because one of the the families that they go to visit and have dinner with in, a, in their field on their property uh, are being pushed off of their own land uh, because of imminent domain, because someone's putting a freeway uh, through the middle of their property and it's going to displace uh, like five different homes uh, for an entire family. And that sucks, you know, and, and yes, it happens all over the country and it happens to all kinds of people. You can try to explain it away. Any way that you want to, uh, but it, it just sucks at the end of the day. Like, why why does that freeway have to go right there? Um, it it I, that part really kind of bummed me out that there's clearly still to this day some things that are not being done correctly, um, and and you know I think as a nation we can do better, but it it does not shy away from the hard topics. It does not you know shy away from this is the actual history. This is what happened. And this is where all these amazing foods came from. The only thing I wish this show would have done better uh, is brought uh, an episode about Louisiana, uh, about New Orleans. Why do they speak French in, in Louisiana and specifically the New Orleans and the French Quarter? And who, who built that area? We already know the answer because the entirety of the United States from the time 13 colonies were a thing you know, all the way up, you know, through Juneteenth, this country and especially those parts of the nation were built by, by black Americans. So I, I would really love to see another episode of this or another season of this, hopefully, uh, that will talk more about New Orleans, specifically uh, gumbo, Creole food and voodoo. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of religion that came from from Africa. There's a lot of culture, uh, obviously a lot of people. Uh, there's there's so many things that that are a part of our everyday lives that i don't even think most people pay too much mind to i think a lot of folks that watch this show and and learn a lot of things about themselves uh about their ancestry and and just about the the real history of of america 
uh, just by watching, you know, what is it, six episodes? I mean, they're all about 45, 50 minutes a piece. And it's an absolute must watch for me. I mean, I, like I said, I'm 41 years old. I have, I have three college degrees and nobody ever told me that slaves were brought to America to grow rice. I had no fucking idea. Um, I love the show. I want to say this right now. I love this fucking show. Again, when, when we started this episode of this show, I was on records but to say that I was going to give history of swear words. I, I can't fuck with it. I'm not giving anybody I can't fuck with it because I can't pick between this show and, uh, and history of swear words. I love documentaries. I love documentaries. My favorite documentary of all time is Bullet for Columbine because it's just hilarious. It's it's a bad situation, but the the actual show is hilarious. The movie is hilarious. Not 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 Columbine is hilarious, but Bowling for Columbine is the movie. The documentary is fucking hilarious. I'm giving them. Listen, Michael Moore did his thing with that one, so it is what it is. Uh, um, certain things. So you said you wish they would do a little more on Louisiana. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wish they would do a little more slaves and pig, chitlins and pig feet. You don't know. You don't know the reason why black people love chitlins and pig feet now because during slave times, that's the only thing we could eat. That's the only thing they would give us. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving. I said it before. I'm not being Christmas. Day. However, if Christmas. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Christmas. However, this year I will be celebrating not Thanksgiving dinner. I'll be having not Thanksgiving dinner with uh, Emily and, and Sasha and her, and her son. Um, and I'm going to make chillins. I love chillins. Yes, and Cam, give me that look because she don't like chillins. People feel iffy on that. However, the reason why the only reason why we eat chillins is because of what happened in slave times. My mom eats chicken. Chicken beaks or chicken chicken feet, sorry, chicken feet. All right, like literally, just eat chicken feet, boil them, and put salt, uh, accent salt on them, and she fucks them up. But that's that shit disgusting to me because I hate all feet. Your feet, my feet, just feet. I hate all feet. And that shit nasty to me. And Fair. and but that's what we could eat when we were slaves. That shit just was passed down. So no feet, but yeah. definitely buckles. It wasn't butthole, it's intestines, and you clean the intestines. Don't judge my life. Now, <laughs> all right? So, but yes, I love chillings. But the reason why people love chillings to, to this day is because, it's because of slave, slavery time. And yes, this this, this documentary or, or this, this series brought me a lot of stuff, especially when that first episode when he went to the slave, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the, the burial grounds, and he got really emotional, he started crying. That shit hit home for me. Uh, the okra, rice, like everything, the mac and cheese. I actually didn't know about the mac and cheese, but mac and cheese. So much information in 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 this show that I love so much, and I didn't, I haven't heard of it at all. All right, all right. and I love this show. The show is fucking amazing. The the only like I said the only thing I wish, and I hope they have season two because they only have three episodes on for this. At least another three episodes for this. Uh, no, there were six. Because one of the episodes covered pig feet, and it covered why the I term only, high on the hog uh, was I, going to term. I'm not going to lie. On my Netflix, only have three episodes. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, got it through. I, I, I was screenshotted. Only have three episodes. Oh, man. No. Like, yeah. honestly, go yeah. back and watch the other three, because there's six episodes. Oh. They're all about 48 minutes apiece. Yeah. And there is a there is an episode. That's why I was like, what are you talking about? Because they had oh, a whole yeah. episode where a lady made pig feet and and 
did the so, whole thing, and they so uh, so, and so they got yeah, to eat it. It was only one episode. On Netflix, on Netflix, I have only have the first three episodes. I'm, I'm not or or four three episodes. I'm not sure the first three episodes. You need sure to pay your Netflix bill, homie. Uh, fuck that. Anyway, so <laughs> you know, um, he's not wrong on my Netflix. It's four episodes. That's weird. Okay. So, so it's three episodes, and then it's a trailer under it. So I only got, I only got three. However, the three that I watched, I did not see those. So maybe I'll watch it again. And and if they if they go into more of that, more of that situation, you might ask me, I can't fuck with it later down the line. But, but. That's what well, say. That, did you did good. you see the Texas episode, the the Texas <laughs> barbecue and, yeah, yeah. and Black Cowboys episode? Because that yeah, was I the final that. episode. I get the, 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 no. Well, no, no, I didn't. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was last episode, the, the Texas episode. Yeah, because the trailer yeah. that they play after the the episode yeah. about Black Cowboys is then uh, uh, what's the the new Netflix uh, show that's coming out? The heart, the heart of they fall. This is a movie. Yeah, the heart of they fall, which I cannot wait to watch. That that looks fucking it's amazing. A, it's already out. I saw it already. Is it? Yeah, it's already oh, shit, out. I need to go it's, it's, it's fucking amazing, by the way. Have you ever seen that one? No, I haven't you, seen it yet. Seen I gotta one, watch that. You definitely should watch it. Episodes that I got to to watch. Fantastic. I didn't see the, the pig episode. Uh, also, what you said about with the reason why I want to go first now because what you said about uh, the stuff you didn't learn. Um, uh, that, uh, when you was in, when you was in school, they're trying to stop that now. And which is fucked up, and Louisiana. Yeah. I think I think it's Louisiana. I think Louisiana, Texas. You can't teach like certain Black history in in there, or you or you get fired or go to jail. That's just ridiculous. I mean, uh, the, that's the construction. That's the blueprint for the United States. I mean, they, it wasn't built by white people. I mean, I like we all know that. Dwayne, listen, I'm fat. You know this, um, right? Watch the listen, listen. Watch the name change. Boom. I can't fuck with it. Um, now, you are 100% That's the first one I've ever on. gotten since I've been on this on this show. That's the first time I can't fuck with it I've got. So you you kind of put it, uh, when, let's age yourself a little bit. When did you go to, like, when were you in high school, middle school time frame? What years? Oh, uh, let's see. My, my freshman year would have been 95, 96. I graduated in 99. Okay, so I graduated in 2011, and I didn't know any of this shit either. So, what we have to say is the the American school system is a fucking failure. Um, with mm-hmm. that being said, um, I love food. I mean, I'm literally eating spaghetti as we're talking. So, um, the fact that I I heard the uh, someone told me a long time ago um, that he's like, hey. Uh, American food is black food. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then Mm -hmm. that's when I got an education in what, you know, inspired barbecue and so many other staples of what we consider to be black culture food. I mean, Dre said chitlins, disgusting. Um, However, (laughs) uh, collard greens, all that stuff, grits and whatnot. Um, My best friend, um, as Dre likes to put it, is a African. His name is Mikhail. he, he's black and Asian. However, I was very close with his mother. His mother, we call her Mama Donna. She's my second mom. Um, she is a strong, independent black woman. I would eat different culture foods when I was hanging out with Mikhail and stuff like that. And it gave me a different appreciation. Now, I'm still a bitch. I don't like spice, but I made sure that I ate. Um, 
Listen, um, you can ask anybody what my favorite fucking like one of my favorite snacks is cornbread. Um, I've had oh, eat your cornbread. I have, I have had great genuine cornbread made by ancestors and and elder people from the black community who have had family recipes for hundreds of years on how to make cornbread. And you could tell the difference between a white man's cornbread and an actual black person, an African person's cornbread. And it's so different. The amount of like they like, like in the trailer where it says you can smell that aroma when you eat this food, you feel it. You feel the Mm -hmm. love and the time and the dedication it takes that, that these people put into this food and, a hundred percent true. White, like uh, American food, would not be American food without African cuisine. And the fact that, like Dre said, they're trying to push it out of the school systems and trying to make it illegal. They're just going to start underground teaching. Like, like dog, don't be fucking. Let, let them teach. Seriously, we are already undereducated. We are already under. Like, we 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 don't have enough knowledge of, of the human race and the history of this country, the dark history, the. All that stuff to the point where it makes us sheltered. It makes us, for lack of a better term, us white people privileged because we don't learn about a lot of the the negativity and, and the blood, sweat, and bodies that built this country. Um. So this show is is a great look into why they call white people um. What's that fucking the colonizers? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they take over a, a specific, they, they take something from another culture, they streamline it and call it theirs and try to eliminate the history. And it's fucking sad. This show was fantastic. It made me hungry. I ate. So, Dwayne, thank you for picking the show. I can't fuck with it. Um, well, I'm going to go back to you. Like, like now. One thing. One thing that I want to add quick is is that you take a look at, you know, let's let's say white culture, right? Like we, we appropriate all these things. One thing that Germany does well, and I looked this up to make sure I wasn't full of shit by thinking this, is that Germany teaches the transgressions that they, you know, made against the, the Jews in World War II. You go to school, so you learn Nazism? what Nazis did. And wow, they don't teach Nazism, but they tell you these are the things this happened in, in this country. We did this shit to these people and and we don't we don't embrace it that way here where I, I think if we taught, you know, this actually is the history of our nation. The, the, the route, the road to doing better is knowing exactly what, you know, went on and exactly what did happen and own it. And then just learn from it and don't do that dumb shit again. Like, if you don't know what happened, you can't not do it again. This is already on my list to watch, just like uh, what would have been uh, CJ's choice, My Name. Much less disappointing than My Name. Um, you're, wel- <laughs> you're welcome. Boo, uh, CJ. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not boo CJ, but because again, it was already on my list, so it's not really CJ's fault. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, this show, I feel like, is really great for everyone. Um, but I feel like this is specifically great for African Americans who felt like they were detached from their culture. Um, a, I know a lot of African American people who really wish that they had t- 
ties to some type of culture for themselves because they don't feel like they have anything. Um, and so I feel like this really gives them a way to realize that a lot of the stuff that you do eat, see day to day is in fact your culture. Um, I definitely agree with the statement that is said in the show that African-American culture is pretty much American culture. Because at the end of the day, if you think about it, America is a melting pot. Um, and outside of African-American culture, you pretty much then bleed out into French, Italian, um, Caribbean, Polynesian. Like there's, you end up some in someone else's territory. So in most cases, outside of like, as far as for normal food that, you know, that is eaten on a day-to-day basis, if you're not eating Italian food, you know, when you eat spaghetti or, um, you know, French food or Irish food, when you eat potatoes or whatever it may be, you end up right back at essentially what is that? Essentially food um, that is African-American. The only thing is African-American people are the only people who didn't call their food African-American food. It's called, you know, soul food and given a whole bunch of other names, never given the label African-American food as, you know, every other cuisine is. Um, and so I feel like that is def- it's definitely a great watch. I personally, because I'm Caribbean, there's a lot of things I can relate to, but at the same time, it's kind of just like, mm, this part isn't for me. Like it happened di- a little bit differently. Pretty similar, but a little bit differently. Um, and so it's definitely still a great watch. There are definitely point, point in time where I'm just like, wow, this actually is making me feel a little bit emotional. Um, and it also just reminds me of stuff that I know that I wanted to do that it kind of brought back to the forefront as far as for like bucket list type things, like going to Africa um, and going to Benin and seeing, you know, where uh, like a common path for the slave trade was where people, like you would have to, it's a four, I think they said that it was like a four day walk, which is crazy to think. Um, and I'm just like, I, I, I think like even if I trained ahead of the time. I don't know if I'd ever be able to actually do that. Um, and so it definitely goes through a lot of things in the beginning. And then it kind of walks you through um, kind of like the growth of the African-American person uh, throughout history. Um, continues to remind me that though our, found- our founding fathers were, you know, enterprising and you know, amazing in their own way, they're also still misguided and kind of horrible people. Um, But, and that's kind of the thing, what's the norm and what's uh, legal at the time doesn't always mean that's what's morally correct. Um, And it kind of reminded me of that because there are people like, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, who did some things that are just like really like morally egregious, but at the same time, completely legal at the time. And so, and you kind of understand like their point, but it's it's very conflicting. 
um, for someone who's sitting here now, you know, a hundred and something years later um, and reaping from the benefits of both sides of that situation. And so it's definitely a weird place to be, but the show is definitely, it definitely kind of like reminds you that how like we're not as far as you think. Um, and things like this, unfortunately, will be needed because like uh, Evan said, this is the kind of stuff that is, one, already wasn't really being taught in detail in school and is being removed. And so I feel like things like this will become more and more important as time goes on and as, you know, it gets removed from the school systems. And unfortunately, I feel like they will be successful in that. Um, my only only gripe with this is for like the first episode or two um i can't get over the fact that the person who is like the main like the the main narrator of the show and who pretty much is the lead in the show um isn't the person who wrote high on the hog um and i feel like there's a lot of situations i would want to say like at 60 percent minimum of the show where it's black women in actuality that are making these ventures. And then he's coming after the fact um, and kind of bringing it on the show. And I'm kind of just like, why wasn't the show just given to the person who originally did all this work? Um, with that being said, it's kind of like, it is what it is. I know that in the culinary industry, the male voice is more predominant. Um, there are more male chefs than there are female. And I know that that is what it is, but at the same time, it's kind of just like, you know, addressing one like issue and, you know, undiscovered part of the culinary industry while also kind of like ignoring another issue. Um, and so that part kind of bugged me because like literally the person who wrote the book that inspired the show that he's doing had to like translate for him. I'm just like, you didn't even bother to just learn French before you did this. Like it wasn't like you could, you could have did it. Obviously he had her permission. She's in the show. It's like, it's not, you know, as if it was stolen or anything of that nature, but that kind of bugged me because I'm just like, you didn't need to be a part of this at all in actuality for it to be the exact same show. Um, but it is what it is. So that was my only gripe with it. But other than that, it's an amazing show. I'm very glad that I watched it. I have already in the you know time that I've seen it, suggested it to someone else. So I know that I like it. Um, and so, yeah, it was an amazing pick. And so I'm really glad that it was brought up because it was on my list and it probably would have waited. I probably would have waited like at least another month until I got to this and I was able to watch it now and I don't regret it at all. It was a good use of my time. Yeah. Oh, I do want to do this. So uh, people love, our audience love Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why. However, I'm going to do all four. Trash. I fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes. However, I'm going to do all four because I have them right here. High on the Hog. It's 100% on the, on the tomato meter. So Rotten Tomatoes love High on the hog. The audience got loves something it too. right finally. <laughs> the audience loves it too. Eighty-seven percent. All right. 
history of swear words. Uh, the people at Rotten Tomatoes, 70%. The average audience score, 57%. All right. Uh, clickbait. Uh, the average score for people that work out Rotten Tomatoes, 58%. The average audience score, 64%. And Colin in black and white. The average score uh, for people that work at Rotten Tomatoes is 79%, but the average audience score, 37%. Racist! I'm not saying anything like that. All I'm saying is that, that, that's, that's Rotten Tomatoes. It's not for everybody. Right. Okay. So with that being said, let's rank them. Uh, Dwayne, you go first. Motherfucker. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my pick, High on the Hog, because I really did. I just had to a lot from that, and I really don't know if there's a second season because I, I want to see what's on the on the floor of the editing room. Like, I want to see. I want to take in every bit of this. Uh, number two, I'm going to go call them black and white, like, which I think people probably might be surprised about, but it, there were some really great parts of that. Uh, number three, the history of swear words, because it was hilarious for two episodes and the rest of them sucked. And then clickbait. I'm good, but I don't know. It's just not my my cup of tea on my kind of show. Um, I'm going to actually go with uh, High on the Hog Numero Uno. I think it's a very important show for all cultures to be a part of. Um, then I'm going to go with History of Swear Words number motherfucking two. Um, then I'm going to go with uh, Clickbait number three because that motherfucker, I swear to God, that bitch could catch these motherfucking hands. Uh, and then number four... Um, Calling him black and white e for everyone. It, it, it was it's an equal opportunity employer, dog. Uh, I named him two things: fuck around and find out. Um, so no, and then calling him black and white for me is gonna get number four, just because it wasn't what I was expecting. It's not that it's a bad show; you should watch it. It's just it, I expected something different. High on the hog, number one. Um, it was the one where I I feel like. It definitely caught me off guard, like my choice, but it also had like a couple of nuggets of information I didn't know, um, which is always nice for me. Um, and then clickbait number two. Uh, the last two are kind of tied, so it's kind of hard. Um, but I'm gonna, oof. I'm gonna go. I guess I'll go Colin number three and history of swear words number four. Um, but that's where it's 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 very close. It's like forty nine fifty one on that. All right. So just like Cam, my second and third one is very close, and then I gotta think about it real quick. So number one, I'm going Colin Black and White. That's just what the who I am. Uh, I think it was the overall, you, just, you weren't gonna let me go undefeated, were you? Oh no no no. So anyway, Colin Black and White number definitely number one. All right. Uh, how 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 it was made? It, like I said, from the it felt like an autobiography and a documentary all mixed in one, which I love. All right. If I choose between the two, I will go How on the Hog number two. How the Hog number two, it was fucking amazing. I had to find the uh, other uh, episodes. Now, on Wikipedia, it only says there's four episodes. Only tell three, but Wikipedia says it only has four. I know you said it has six, okay. but I didn't see any of those. Four um, makes the most sense because I th because four is what's on my. I, I could have got the numbers know. wrong on that. Yeah, because I know there was uh, what, there was what, one show had eight episodes, one had or two of them had six, and I think mine did have four. 
Yeah. One, he's about an he's hour with Dexic. So, one, so Colin, Ka- Colin, Colin Black White in one, Hot Hog two. History of Swear Words is three. And listen, clickbait is only four because I like I like documentaries more than like uh, actual cinema. If this was just all cinema, hands down, this would be number two. So thank you for thank you for coming and watching and all all the all the comments. Thank you to uh, Dwayne's wife and uh, Travis and every, and Marianne. Thank you everybody for for commenting. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Thank you for coming on again. Uh, we hope we have you on again. And actually, I say that you come on. So hope you have you on again. So <laughs> so Dwayne uh, is now setting the record for guest appearances. At, that is no uh, longer that for someone who is not I'm, a host, I'm, I'm like, Cam surpassed that. Uh, starting so starting this week, Ashley, and we have a flyer for you, a good flyer for you. Uh, we will start our annual because it's the second time our annual toy drive, toy sock and pajama drive. We did last year. We did it, it actually was very very cool last year. Uh, we we came with like four to six, so we actually three three four cars worth of toys and socks and clothes. Uh, for foster youth. Uh, this season, we are doing uh, this for black and brown families in Portland. Uh, and it's not just masturbators and mad poker and Tom Pisa. We also have uh, Northside Tennis Union and the Community Alliance of Tennis, where I work. So the five com- com- uh, companies will do this together. So if you want to uh, donate clothes, pajamas, and socks to us, please let us know. We'll get your information. And again, we have the flyer for you uh, starting next week. Um, with that also being said, starting uh, next, next week's episode, we're doing, we're talking about we all conversations, no, no debates. So we're talking about, uh, metaverse and we get a little, little bit more into that next week. And we're also talking about our favorite nineties video games. And that bullshit ass rule that Deandre has that perfect dark is better than fucking Goldeneye. Perfect dark is better than Goldeneye. <laughs> We'll get into that. You we'll into that. Way yeah. I, I, I don't know if we could be friends no more. We were talking Listen, about the N64 version? Yes. Perfect Dark. With Fall on your knife, knife, bro. Fall on your uh, knife. Listen, that's a hill he's willing to die on all the time. So with that being said, my name is DeAndre Robinson, and this was a interesting show. Uh, and these are my Asshole. friends. <laughs> these are my friends. Say goodbye, friends. Uh, once again, it's your boy Evan Hamataki. Um, thank you for coming in and watching um, to Channel CJ one more time. Once again, my name is Evan Hamataki, aka the Intestine Inspector. Um, Jesus Christ! Please stay tuned to next week's episode. It's going to be interesting. We'll look at Cam's face. She loves me. It's your girl Cam. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the people who commented and made this show even more hilarious. Um, love you guys. Also. Do want to mention since uh, Evan has changed his name, Kyle Rittenhouse is definitely guilty as fuck. With that being said, you have a good night. Dwayne Meyer, yet again. Uh, <gasps> I'm, I'm actually really happy to be here. I like doing this every time. Uh, you guys are you guys are fun to be around, fun to hang out with. Uh, I'm gonna have to throw a barbecue or something at the house. I have all you guys over anyway. Yes. Uh, but I mean. Hey, CJ is not here, so I guess I'm now your your resident guest star. Also, before we go, thank you for again, but happy Veterans Day. Thank you, everyone. Yes, yes. Thank you. Shout out to all well. of the vets. Yeah.